Hey guys, you're about to listen to the first episode of On the Rocks with Ash and Kiki. So please listen, like, share, subscribe, love everything about our podcast, okay? Thanks. Hi, Ashley. Hi. Hi. What's up? (laughs) Nothing much. We are recording our first episode of On the Rocks. Are you ready? Those were my Jamaican air horns. Yes. Okay, so what what are you sipping on right now? So, I have Ashley Mimosa. I am a champagne (laughs) girl. Champagne drunk is my favorite kind of drunk. So, I have a good old-fashioned sparkling rosé. It's cupcake brand. Cupcake makes the best sparkling rosé. And then, of course, some pineapple mango juice. You're so fucking classy. Um, I already started the festivities earlier today with brunch, so I will just say what's in Y'all, my system. Y'all, Kiki was raging. Like, <laughs> he was raging like a frat boy during rush week. I'm quite jealous. I wasn't trying to, not on purpose. So I have some um, mimosas in my system and then a Bud Light draft because we got to keep it classy. Yeah, we got to keep it classy. So that's what's raging through my system right now. Um, <laughs> if I could sober myself down, I would add a McDonald's spicy Sprite. Oh, no, 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 no. Just to get back on a certain level, but you know. That's not going to sober you down. That's going <laughs> to amp you up. Will that make me rage harder? Yeah, you're going to rage. You will rage. I, I guess I'm there then. Let's let go. Let okay. go. Do it. Okay, so I thought we could start our podcast off by telling people how we are. I mean, how we are. Of course, how we are. Who we are. How we be. How we be. How we, do. How we be. See, that's the mimosa talking. Um, who we are and how we met. That is what is up. Yes, yeah. So what's your interpretation of how we met, Ash? <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I have a shady version, but I don't want to go there. Don't don't shade on the first episode. I won't. We don't want to scare not. the people away. Of course not. You go ahead. You start us off. So let me tell y'all. So Kiki and I met, which is funny because Kiki and I found out that we actually lived maybe like one building away from each other yes, in this ma'am. apartment complex for about a year and a half. Before we actually got to meet each other. We were unofficial neighbors before we actually yes. had physically met. To this day, I still feel very robbed. because, <laughs> But that was probably God because based on the trouble Kiki and I have gotten into thus far knowing each other, had we had known each other that year and a half prior, yeah. I probably would have been arrested. I would have been a sixth-year senior as opposed to a five-year <laughs> I would not have graduated not on time on time if you catch my drift. I feel you. I feel you. Cause I, too, was a fifth-year senior, <laughs> which is fine. You do what you must. You got to do what you got to do, man. It's it's a, it's a tough world out here. USC was a dog-eat-dog world, and I was not wearing underwear. Okay. 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 Yes, oh, yeah. Ash and I. Um, Ash was um, somewhat seeing somebody that I knew. <laughs> we're gonna use the term seeing very lightly it, it was such a, <laughs> be real it was yes such a, you were in a situationship with someone situationship except me <laughs> you were in a situationship with a mutual friend of mine at the time and um he introduced me to you and i was like oh my god i love this girl like you are 
a blast in a glass, so to speak. Like, you were always so much fun. You were always smiling. You were cool as fuck, and I was like, I want to be friends with this girl. That's basically how it happened. uh, I I would say we are like the Sniffy and Dinas to each other, because we just want to have a blast in a glass. Yes. I said glass. Like, what is wrong with me? Who's champagne? But, (laughs) yeah, Kiki is right. We met through a mutual friend. And, you know, like, there are people who, like, it takes time to vibe with, and then there are others who you meet, and you're like, okay, this is it. Um, We both had a background in PR and media, and that made our conversation very different from those. We were J-School brats. Yeah. Well, I was an unofficial J-School brat, (laughs) because I, I, (laughs) that's an unfortunate story that I will never tell on this podcast, but yeah, I was an unofficial J-School brat, but I was still working in PR, Um, I was doing a lot of event planning, and you know, Kiki and I used to trade horror stories, because there is no, there is no series of like, unfortunate events, as it is being an intern for a PR company. Ma'am, free labor. (laughs) There is no series of unfortunate events like being a fourth year J school student. They were just like, in my year, they were like, you know what? We're just going to get rid of your entire print journalism major. It's now journalism and mass communication. So let's tack on an entire year of getting your degree. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. I've been taking these PR classes. I've been taking... Like, I was taking the most random classes to get this degree. And I was like, another year? Okay, let's go. Let go. What we had to do. We had to do what we had to do. So shout out to the real USC, the University of South Carolina. And we were at school before the other USC was even had a real state to be in. Okay, bitch. 1801 on you hoes. 1801. Rest your set. But basically, Ash and I lived in this off-campus housing, which was, I would say, the number one off-campus housing party situation. Was it not? It was. We were, we'll go ahead and say it. We we were in the woodlands, but I affectionately used to call it the hoodlands. Oh, my. It was so, like, you could literally walk outside your door and your next-door neighbor could be having a party and they'd be like, come on in. That's how little. They'd be like, hey, you want to take a shot? Let's go. You want to party with us? I was let's go. What goes to tell about how you survive at USC? I remember I came to USC all innocent and doe-eyed my sophomore year. My plan was, oh, I'm not gonna drink until I'm 21. You know, I've made a good name for myself as the designated driver. (laughs) One and I was participating in some shit called the Four Loco Olympics. Okay. Oh my god, Four Loco. Rest in peace to our homie, the Four Loco. Well, rest in peace to my liver, circa the homie, Four Loco. I would drink Four Loco to uh, pregame because at the time before I was living where you and I met, I lived across from the football stadium. So if it was a noon game, it's a wrap. You pregame at 8 a.m. Yeah, literally, that was the biggest, that's the biggest thing. You really test your livers endurance during (laughs) football season. These noon games, I remember my white homegirls would be like, oh, okay, we're going to go tailgate. And I was like, so should I see y'all at like 10? They'd be like, <laughs> oh, no, we're going at 7 a.m. Bitch, you see us at what? 8 a.m. Literally. This is not a game. Yeah. This is not They're a game. Literally frat boys and chubbies 
And they were like, oh, well, since it's 8 a.m., we're not going to really be drinking too hard. And I'm just like, oh, okay. They're like, well, here's a fully stocked mimosa and Bloody Mary bar. And here's some bourbon for your coffee. I I just, I remember, I, I at the time had white roommates when I lived at the Hoodlands. As did I. Mm-hmm. So it was like their rich parents throwing expensive ass tailgates with like China and shit. Mm-hmm. Like they only served brown liquor. Yes. Uh, I smoked Jim my Bean. first cigar at a USC tailgate because my roommate's parents, like they, they tailgated with, you know, some sedity people. So they'd be like, oh my God, Kiki, come have a cigar. Have this brown liquor. Like eat, please eat. We'll be insulted. And I would be like three sheets to the wind by the t- time the game actually started. So I'm actually shocked. I served, I actually made it to the game my <laughs> sophomore and junior year. Because making it to level, a USC game. Well, matter of fact, not even that. It's a rite of passage. And then actually surviving and not throwing up like the sketchiest of roster to okay. in the student section. Okay. I just feel like that is how I earned my gold medal. Like, it might have taken me five years to get my bachelor's degree, but it only took me one <laughs> to get my degree in drinking. Okay. That is the reason I can somewhat withstand brown liquor to this day. Like, when I go out and I meet new people, they're like, you're drinking bourbon? I'm like, bitch, I went to USC. That's all we drink. You drinking brown? Bitch, Mm -hmm. what are you talking about? That's all I drink. Here's the health Carolina. Forever to thee. The greatest school in the SEC. The football team might not say it, but our culture is unmatched. Listen, bitch, I've never lost to Clemson, so I I don't know all that mess. Uh, sips, sips, mimosa. Neither have I. CJ Spiller. Okay. okay. All right. So um, we're gonna take our first break, and then we're gonna launch into our favorite subject. Part of how we actually got together, <laughs> which is reality <laughs> TV. Sketchy. Yes. T rash. Okay. We're gonna take a quick break. Okay. Okay. All right. And we're black. Yes, we're black. We are black, red, black from Wakanda. I'm black, um, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blackity black. The black, black, y'all, <laughs> black, black, blackity black. The black, blackity black, black. And I'm done? black, and I'm back. What yes, up? bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. O to CB4 and the illustrious Alan Payne. I'm black. Okay. And Chris Rock. Don't leave Chris Rock out of that. I know, but I every time I hear that, I just see you Alan, see Alan Payne, Payne with that little hat on, with this koofy and just like punching the air, like that—that's blackness. Okay. I know. Let me do a quick side note before we start. I used to have the same koofy that my mom hand sewn. Like my mom for picture day, I don't know why she wanted me to look like a representative of Wakanda, but she I would want, have. She wanted us to know y'all got a black. Kid. Okay. I would be dressed in full African print dresses that my mom hand sewn with a matching hat and my teachers thought I was the shit okay <laughs> I, I may have to dig up those pictures but shout out to my mama for making me those hand sewn dresses for um, class picture day <laughs> how you doing mama I hope you're not listening because it's about to get really ratchet oh, okay I may actually die if my mom ever listens to this podcast. So I wanted to dive into reality TV. I wanted to talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta. 
which oh, goes way back into our history because I would go to Ashley's house when we were <laughs> quote unquote neighbors and we she'd be like, do you watch Real Housewives of Atlanta? And I'd be like, yes, bitch. So I would go over for an hour and talk so much shit on her couch. I think that's really where the podcast yeah, came all those years because ago. when they started the people's couch, Kiki yes. How did we not get cast on this? <laughs> because all we do is sit on either my couch or her couch and tr- and yell at the TV. Like we, I still believe that we would have like a quality program if we were like filmed, and then we could also just be like really <laughs> to the wind. Filmed with your roommate Kayla on the side. I know Kayla would be like, "Well, these two bitches shut up." Kayla would be like, "Oh my god, <laughs> are y'all drunk?" And he'd be like, "Yeah." <laughs> I just saw Kayla yesterday. P.S. Love you, Kayla. Best bridesmaid. Thank you, Kayla, for never kicking me out out of your apartment because I used to talk major shit about Real Housewives of Atlanta, and then I would stay for like an extra thirty minutes after the show was over. We it would be like after Sunday church, you know, after <laughs> after church on Sunday, you you know you've been there for like four hours already. What's the extra thirty minutes talking exactly. about exactly? So and so war. Like when you tug it on your mama's skirt, like mama, can we go? You see, you see these same like, ashy niggas every talking. week. Okay, do you see grown folks talking? Go sit your behind down. Go sit your ass down in the car. Turn the air on. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I wanted to dive into Real Housewives of Atlanta. How are you feeling about season ten so far? So bored. I'm sorry. I'm in this. I found that I got like a pretty controversial hot take. Uh oh. You know, let, let's be. Let's get spicy. Come on. Let, let's get real clear. Come on. If Phaedra would have not gotten fired <laughs> and Andy would have been like, screw it. Let's throw caution to the wind and let's like really see what goes down after this whole drugging incident goes. They would have squashed this foolishness by episode three. We would not still be talking about the infamous rumor if Phaedra was still on the show. At this point, it's like, I wish Candy would have actually done it because they are still... Yeah. Fucking talking and about it. Is, I genuinely just feel like if I, if someone was to say that about me, and if it was like two people involved, you not go fire one and then just leave the other one that's sitting up. <laughs> leave no, the other one they dangling. Both gotta go. Yeah. So I feel like if they brought Portia back and Portia said her sorries or whatever, that's the end of that. Like I don't. And the thing about it is, I feel like they keep. And it is so obvious. I want to say, I've never thought that Real Housewives of Atlanta was scripted. But this is the <laughs> first time that I was like, seriously, is this what y'all doing in the writing room? Because I just feel like this this has been drawn out. And at this point, I genuinely feel like, and I another unpopular opinion, I actually like Portia. I get that she's ditzy and dense, but she seems like a pretty good time. She seems harmless enough. Yeah, I would not want to be around nobody who constantly kept bringing up an unsavory moment. And then that's one thing I noticed. They always do that with Portia. Portia always, and I feel like the producers, I don't want to say they make Portia the butt of the joke, but it's like they play on the fact that Portia's a little ditzy and dense at times. And it's like they amplify it. And then she continued to go around this group of women who constantly be talking trash. Like, I honest, if I was Portia, by episode, matter of fact, no, before the Essence Party, which 
Essence must have been really hard pressed for people to fucking cover. I'm sorry. Essence I, is the size size of a birth control pamphlet. Like no tea, I, no shade. I just feel like of all the people we could have put on the cover, what was so special about Candy? Whatever, that ain't none of my business. That's that's between Essence and Shade Moisture <laughs> slash what is it? Um you they could have done a quadruple cover of every black woman that was in Black Panther, but mm-hmm. that's none of my business. That's, that's not here nor there. That ain't got nothing to do with the price of tea in China. I feel if sorry I for Portia. Portia. <laughs> if I was I... Portia, I would have thrown, and I mean literally, Portia already got one mugshot. What's another one? You another flawless ass mugshot, by the way. You talking crazy to me. Here's, I'm okay, I'm like, okay, you know what? I quit. I feel like this should be Portia's last season. I generally feel like what she should have done was around episode three when everybody was still quack, quack, quacking, fade every last one of them hoes and then be like, all right, I'm out. Book but me. that's the thing. I feel like they bring that up with Portia because they they know if she acts crazy, she's off the show. So they know yeah. she don't want to jeopardize that. And like when Cynthia Portia kicked her in the puss, she knew she like, oh. this show no more. Right. Portia, she, like people trip, but Dish Nation makes a pretty penny. That's that white people coin, okay? That's that satellite coin. That is that is that Shade Forty Five Series <laughs> XM coin, okay? Like she does like the local news with Fox Atlanta, I think, and she's on there at least three times a week. She got her little bundles line, you know. She's got she's selling the lingerie, the lingerie as I like to call it. She I has her booming like, singing career. I oh, <laughs> let's not talk about flatline flat <laughs> right now. Cordell is not perfect by far. By far. By far. But literally, like it hurts my heart to see Portia in the situation. So I feel like Portia didn't make a mistake, but at the same time, and the thing was, I like Portia and Phaedra's friendship because. They was like, once again, Phaedra. Oh, Phaedra. Look. Phaedra is a conundrum within herself. Phaedra is so problematic. Like I feel she so is. terrible. Like it, and I I miss Phaedra every episode. Every episode, I can think of at least five <laughs> scenes where Phaedra's southern shade would have just made everything bad. Like I have been bored this season. Even when they tried to make these like. They hype this shit up to be oh so epic. I have been bored. Married I've to been medicine bored. is better than real of how than real. Oh, house honey, life. married to medicine has been a perfect Mar- ten this entire. Married season. to medicine has left me bald every every Friday every episode nine o'clock. I have been ready, and by nine fifty nine. My edges are just gone. Can I tell you how old I am on Fridays? I'm like, at 8 o'clock, I'm like, where the fuck is... And I'm like, oh, shit, it's at 9. It's at 9. It's at 9. Oh, shit. I, I, at this point, like, my Fridays have actually been busy with everything going on with grad school. So, like, I'm never home to actually watch it. So, I DVR in the... Yes, ma'am. Home, I'm like, okay, I know I'm going to regret this in the morning, but I need to set aside my hour they well, could, not an hour, because once I get that DVR going, I can fast forward through everything. No commercials. Okay? They could at least have Married to Medicine on a Sunday, even if it is a rerun, as the lead-in at 8 o'clock, and then put... Home with Love is garbage. Let's be very clear. I, I don't have the time to go to a different country, and I, the reason I don't mess with that show is the first tagline of the show is, Black women just have it so hard fighting love in the America... Like, what? Here... 
I'll here's the and I I love Diane Valentine. I think she is just two tons of fun. She's a wonderful event planner. I didn't know Diane did matchmake. I didn't know she was giving me black. She should have her own show, like Millionaire Matchmaker. That's the thing. I would rather, and then come to find out one of them heifers scammed her and had a nigga she was getting ready to marry back in the States the entire time. And for okay, them to Joanne, have my auntie, the scammer. For them to have my honorary auntie Gina Neely out there looking crazy, um, leave Auntie Neely in Nashville and Memphis or wherever in Tennessee she was at and let Auntie Neely do it on her own. That show was a no. If Bravo was smart, they would have realized no one is watching Tyrone for Love. Let's put Married to Medicine back on Sundays. And then, matter of fact, Married to Medicine can come on at 9. We can go ahead and get Real Housewives out of the way at 8 o'clock. <laughs> Let's and go ahead and get gonna, that the fuck out of the way. <laughs> literally, and have Married to Medicine come on at 9. And then maybe like some type of seat filler during the 10, 10 p.m. And then get one of the Married to Medicine wives on Watch What Happens Live with Andy. I agree with everything you just said. Married to Medicine is a million times better than Real Housewives of Atlanta. This season is boring to me. Um, I'm bored. I'm tired. I think what Portia did, I mean, she's completely culpable in what she did, but to drag Mm -hmm. it on, I thought we should have just left that at the reunion. Yeah, and then this whole thing about you should apologize to everyone. No. Why? She does does not need to apologize. She only needs to fully have that moment with Candy, if Candy wants to hear it, she does not yeah. have to apologize to fucking Cynthia. She does Wait, not have to apologize okay. to I'm Nini. so tired of 50 Cent in these <sighs> 50 Cent. I'm, I'm, I'm t- not 50 gonna, Cent I'm not just wants to it. become a lesbian at this point. Like, let's just call it what it, it is. She's not gonna talk to... about Cynthia because <laughs> I'm gonna leave her alone. Her and Uncle Ben, they have been on my nerves since season three. She's a four when they came. Whatever that and that this that wedding di- that dinosaur that wedding with the trash bag <laughs> wedding dress. First of all, I love the Fern Bank. I'm mad that they ruined the Fern Bank Museum. <laughs> the Fern Bank Museum of Natural History is a freaking gem. Let's be clear. But um, yeah. the marriage and, license, like, and then and then her wedding plan. It's your wedding day. It's your, it's your wedding so day. Crying. It's everybody's. Oh, like, where where's the marriage license? You don't have it. You don't have. Oh well, I'm gonna stand in front of this cameraman her. and say that I wasn't gonna give it to her. What? He talking about? Do you think we should tell her? Do you think <laughs> we should get it? And Barbara sitting there like, mm. well, Shirley and Barbara are sitting there conspiring, but. Period. Point blank. Real Housewives season ten is a bust for me. Do better, Andy. And better. And let's talk. There's all this talk about how apparently the the season ten reunion is going to be so explosive. It better not be four fucking parts. It better not be. First of all, I'm not even going to watch two parts of that shit. Let's be very clear. Um, I'm just I'm not here for it. And then I'm very disappointed in Marlo, which is a shame because (laughs) I don't know why I didn't see this coming. And this is no shame. Y'all know Marlo ain't shit. She can dress, but she ain't shit. I, I love a bird. That's why I love Portia. Like I love bird. And Marlo is an old rich bird, and she rich off of other old white men's money. So I just felt like I like that. But... I mean, she is goals, but down to her court, you can tell she's mean spirited and negative. First she... of all, I saw a picture of Portia the other day, and I kept remembering that Marlo called her fat, and I'm like, exactly. Fat? 
fat. She's fat in the right places, honey. I don't know if what Marlo's talking about. I wish I could. If that's how fat really is, sign me the fuck up. Sign, <laughs> sign me up to be Portia fat because I, I need that in my life. Yeah, give me I'm the new titties, here. the new ass. Give it, give it all to me. I'm over here looking like a busted <laughs> can of biscuits couture. So, like, I'm sorry, but Mar- Marlo just really, and I hate to say it, the people who, like, live for that cruel and problematic stuff, I right. just feel like that makes so much sense that you would live for it, but that's neither here nor there. Moving on. Moving do on. Better, housewives, do better. Do better, Andy. Do better, Nene. Just do better. And Sheree, I want... I- who do people yeah. still have cockro- cockroaches, ma'am? First of all, only reason I care about Sheree at this point is so I can see Cairo. The end. He looks a little special to me, but we're gonna move on to scripted TV. <laughs> he looks like he was on the short bus, and he's a Morehouse man. Um, so on to scripted television. What? Were... <laughs> what are you loving right now that is scripted TV? Tell me what you're here for. Oh. Okay, of course. I'm on my scandal and my well, I lie. I'm on. Girls don't lie. Academy. I was about to say, don't. Li- Nobody's been on scandal for the past four years. Don't lie to me. Don't do this. Uh, <laughs> it's not that I haven't been on scandal. It's like I said, my life within the past ten months, my life has been an absolute whirlwind. I'm in the final stages of grad school. Like everything is just whoop, crazy. Whoop. So it's just like my schedule. I don't always. I, I, I'm in. If I'm not in class on a weeknight, I'm in bed by seven thirty. Okay, okay, that's that real life quarter life struggle where you yeah, are. Like I, you come home from I work and you take coat. off your clothes and get in bed. I'm in my house coat. My hair, my bonnet is on, and you know I'm just sitting <laughs> here and I'm thinking to myself, "Ooh, what did I put out for work tomorrow? Like, what did I put out the way? I'm like my mother. Like, I'm. Isn't it scary how we turn into our moms? <laughs> I'm literally the same person my mother was when she was 26. <laughs> I'm working for the government. Come on. You definitely my mama. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm getting ready to get married. Like, I'm literally Come on. exactly where my mother was when she was 26. Same place in life. It's scary. And I even, people tell me all the time now, like, oh, you look just like your mama did when she was your age, which is weird <laughs> because she's not actually my biological mom. I'm adopted. So it's just like. I will say for really, a fact, you look like your mama. You really to, do. Yeah, to literally be in the same exact place and look like her, God is funny. That's all I'm saying. God but is real and he's hilarious. Grey's Anatomy, for sure. Oh, God. Um, season 79. Season 400. Um <laughs> Grey's Anatomy series is about longest roots, but that's not here nor there. Um, Grey's Anatomy, this is us, of course, every Tuesday. Oh, I God. Sure I this awake. is a head. I forgot. I, every Tuesday, I make sure I stay awake. I'm so you just like clock. to be wrecked. You like to cry. That's what your thing is. I'm a glutton for punishment. Even this last week's <laughs> episode made me cry. Everyone was like, why did you cry? And I was like, number one, Beth and Randall fighting broke me because I don't like to see my parents fight. I watched the first episode of This Is Us that I watched was the Super Bowl episode where we finally found Girl, out how Jack died. Why? I was ready. I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna dive into this show, I want to go head first. And first of all, I can't believe he went in for that dumbass dog. That's not white people shit. You didn't hear that from me though. Hashtag white people shit. WPS. Second <laughs> of all, um, I wanted to slap the little teenage black girl because she just had an attitude the whole episode, and I was like, girl. Oh. Fix your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) 
a pop in the mouth will fix that everything. But um, it it was a touching episode, even though it was my first episode. Like when she went back in the hospital room, and um, the doctor had told her like, "Hey, your husband just died," but she was like, "I'm gonna bite this chocolate bar first, though." Yeah. And I was like, I feel you, Mandy. Like that would happen to me. I'd that would be me totally. Up. You you said what now? I feel like I was crunching too loud on this Snickers bar. I didn't hear you correctly. Yeah. But she told the doctor, like, do you not remember who we are? Like, you just saw us. No, no shade. She like totally white woman privilege that doctor. And okay. that doctor was like, wait, white woman privilege does not work on white. She men. totally pulled it. I was told by Apple Care. She really did. <laughs> <laughs> I but was that was sad say, but can um, i talk to the manager like oh that that's but, the only episode i need to see i think i'm good on this is us <laughs> so i'm that was my one and done i'm good oh but yeah this is us um i'm also into scooter lightning aka black lightning because i've had a crush on Chris Williams <laughs> since i was five years old he was scooter on living single um i'm watching that i am watching dynasty Ooh. Yes, I'm here for Dynasty. Come on, Dynasty. Come through, Dynasty. I'm, I'm here for Dynasty, and I'm actually getting ready to get into a series on CBS called The Good Fight. It's based Season 2! Of- yeah, it's a spinoff from The Good Wife, and The Good Wife was good. I enjoyed it, so I'm trying to... Apparently, they're about to be on Season 2, and I haven't seen yes. Season yeah, I hear it's a mess. Is that only so, on the web? That's only available on like on CBS.com yeah, or something? Yeah, it's only available on the app, which is stupid because it's such a good show. I am down for Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still very tragically trying to keep up with How to Get Away with Murder. Viola I, Davis is the only reason I'm watching the show at this point. I, I can't even do it for Auntie Viola. <laughs> I know that makes me a terrible boy. I just want to see how Wes died and then I may be out. It may be I'll see y'all later. I'll come I'll come to the cookout, but I'm not gonna I will stay. probably have to I'll probably have to sit in coach on my flight back to Wakanda. But like yeah, I just I love Auntie Vi, but originally when How to Get Away with Murder came out, it was in the heat of when all of the stuff was going on Grey's Anatomy. I want to say um, Derek Sheffer had just died. Mm-hmm. It was too much going on Grey's Anatomy. So you needed and an the, escape. But the scandal <laughs> was snatching me bald too. So by the time I would get to 10 o'clock, I'd be like, I can't do this no more. I'm tired. First of all. Donna don't whoop that man. Whoop first of all, I just want to acknowledge how hard it is to stay up to watch how to get away with murder i'm washed okay like i'm washed by eight o'clock i'm like shit i gotta stay up be washed and then by the time i'm done with shonda dragging me proverbially with (laughs) gray's anatomy then at the time she was dragging me with scandal i was like yo i can't watch how to get away with murder but then by the time i realized that i was so far behind I was just like, it's, I it's worth that on Netflix. It's worth it. Yeah, you have to. It's so good when you watch it on Netflix because you're just going next after next after next. When you're trying to stay, first of all, I've been watching How to Get Away with Murder halfway asleep. Mm-hmm. I can't do if it. If you like, turn away from the TV for one second, you miss one pivotal point of the entire plot. Literally. So, literally. There are characters know. on there. I'm like, How the, who the fuck is this guy? You know, so just save it, watch it on Hulu the next day. I'm also watching Riverdale Live, which is a struggle. I can't watch Riverdale Live. I can't do it. I have to wait until it comes out on Netflix. The same thing with Jane the Virgin. I love Jane the Virgin, but I had to literally be like, okay, I can't keep up 
No it makeup. just is, is scandalous. Like it is literally like a telenovela. It is Riverdale. <laughs> Riverdale is kind of the same way, but you just you just don't have the patience to wait. Week to week. has all of your 90s heartthrobs as parents. Yes. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, is this my childhood all over again? Like, what is going It's Molly on? Ringwald. It's um Skeet Ulrich. It's everybody from the 90s. They have kids now. And what I do like about Riverdale is that it's a good plot. Like, it's not something boring. Yeah. Like, that's one thing I will say. Like, Riverdale... Every time I thought I had it figured out, right. they'd be like, nah, uh-uh, not so fast. And I'd be like, wait, where did this come from? I would recommend if you're currently watching Riverdale, just stop and then wait for it to come on Netflix because it is, you need a badge of honor to watch it from week. They've been on a three-week hiatus because of the Olympics. First of all, no one cares about the Winter Olympics. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for all you Twitter people that pretend to care about these people who are ice skating. Um, but no, it's a no for me. Um, but yeah, I don't understand. I this don't doesn't understand. fall under scripted TV, but I just late in life got into RuPaul's Drag Race. <sighs> Very I, late in my life, I have not actually ever gotten into RuPaul. Oh my god, it's awful because RuPaul is one of my favorite people on the planet. Like, I feel like if I had to have a life coach, it would be RuPaul because it would be RuPaul, yeah, but. I don't know why. I think, well, mainly because for the longest time it was on Logo, so I right. couldn't watch it. And then now that it's on VH1, I really don't have an excuse. You know what? This is my call to start watching RuPaul on Hulu so I can like understand. I don't even think it's on Hulu. Like They took it off of Hulu? I think so. So I have Shitfinity, not by choice. So Shitfinity had the previous season of All Star, so I binged that in one day, mm. and then got caught up on the current season. And now I'm I'm in this to win it. Like I I can't quit, but I think you have to like buy it. Oh no! If you if you were to find, I know YouTube has it for like two ninety nine, um, but it's not on Hulu. It used to be on Hulu, but it's not on Hulu. So that's terrible. If you if you can't love yourself, how the hell you expect somebody else to love you? Can I get an amen? That is... Speaking of drag race, <laughs> I just want to say good luck to T.S. Madison after getting rid of that trash bag, Kaya. I just... I'm not... There's so much I could say. We're not going to do it. I'm... That was just a quick little, you know, that was just a quick little insight. A little drive-by, a little shout-out. Shout-out to T.S. Madison, who's currently in Australia. Oh, her, that, in her that coins. is getting her everlasting life and I'm so excited for her because it's very clear who was thinking long term and who was thinking short term the end okay I quit who's problematic and who's about business pretty much did you lie poor (laughs) (laughs) is this thing on is this thing recording her wig is slipping her wig is slipping All right, I wanted to talk about something that you and I unfortunately have a lot of experience with and that is meat mail um, <laughs> I don't. Ha- oh, for, I just want to preface this conversation. With, I don't have any current experience. Right, we are we are spoken for. You and I are both spoken for at this point yeah, in our lives. D- don't get me shot up now. <laughs> I, I'm just repairing my relationship from being almost trampled by Mbaku. Yes, you almost lost your fiance after you saw Black Panther. Whew, I'm so sorry. Shout out to Eric Killmonger. I love Liz, you know, but at, at for like a half of a half of a second, 
I thought about staying on that mountain in that cave. At the mountaintop. Go ahead. And becoming a Jabari woman. And you okay, know, Malcolm X. I, I was what willing, a Mecca, why don't you? Go ahead. I was willing <laughs> to become a vegetarian. And anyone knows me, I'm as country you as... You were willing it. to become a Q-dog. For, no, okay. No <laughs> comment. He was barking. He was barking in the... Okay. He was technically... Well, like, after I, I... Well, I've seen it three times. He technically was grunting like an ape. But I'm sorry. It's a fun punchline to say with cute dogs. Like, suck my dick. Like, I hate <laughs> people get so serious. Like, well, technically, he's being an ape. Well, you know what? Technically, you can shut the fuck up. I just said he was barking. Now, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Sorry. I had mm-hmm. to let that some of y'all niggas get real reckless on this internet and y'all forget that we know you in real life but we're not gonna talk about that we, we know you in it. real life and we know your whole facts so just Ooh. stop it Ooh. anyway stop fucking me. playing games with us when anyway. i was in the game <laughs> when i was in the game as a single woman i remember getting unsolicited meat mail and wanting to throat punch someone like oh god meat see i was on the air of tinder when it was fun Oh, okay. and meat mail was just like the equivalent of saying hi. What's your name? Like just meat yeah. mail, just dick out, just hello. dick out. <laughs> I was like hello. Hey, what's your name? Here's my dick. Um, <laughs> Safari recently had a meat mail leak. I think he put it out himself. Yo, yo. this past week in the internet. He did put it out. Oh, what? he did. Wait. Okay. No. Um. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, never mind. I was about well, to it, it let's do an air quotes leaked Safari's um, allegedly alleged let's, let's air quotes air quotes. So <laughs> Safari's meat mail leaked this week, and Twitter lost its. It's actually been a week to the day today that it leaked. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your We're reaction? living in the post Safari meat mail society? <laughs> what was your reaction to Safari's um meat mail? Keep that shit away from me. <laughs> Back in my sing- and I'll tell a story. Back in my single days, I came in contact with a um specimen <laughs> likened to Safari. And you know what? You know what? I just you you gotta know when to hold them and you gotta know when to fold. Them. Come on, Kenny. And Come on. Safari is one of those gentlemen. Who I would have said, sir, it was very nice to meet the both of you. Y'all ain't got to go home. Y'all got to get the hell out of here. Or if I was there, I'd have been like, y'all have a great night. Um, I hope y'all take care of yourself. I, I I don't need to be here. I don't need this trouble in my life. I don't need the unpaid rent. I don't need you asking me for gas money. All, I don't need those type of troubles in my life. So you, you and your dick, just go away, please. Let's be very clear. In addition to Safari and his bowl constrictor. Safari is Jamaican. I don't, oh, God. I don't do... And Shout out to my homegirl, Yulani, because she's going to fuss at me about this. <laughs> I love her. Shout out to her. She and I are always we love, and chatting on we Twitter. We love you, Yulani, but it's like... <laughs> I don't do West Indians. I don't do Caribbean. So let me tell you why. I don't want my vagina ruined, and I don't want my credit ruined, and I don't want... Just no. The just credit would no. be the first thing to go because you know you'd be buying that nigga everything. Yes. Nothing good comes out of West Indian and Caribbean teen. And Safari Samuels is proof <laughs> of it. I'm going to put Safari's dick up there with dreadheads. Like, that's just 
trouble you don't need. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever dealt with the judge. Oh, I thank, God for it. oh. I thank God for it because I don't need that. I I don't need to be getting locked up because once again. You sit here and you make me crazy. And then when I spaz out on you, you wonder why I got a knife to your throat. Stop it. I talked to a dreadhead um, when I was in college. Oh, he, he clearly did not go to USC. But um, <laughs> my friend hated him from the moment. She was with us when we met. She hated him. She hated him. And I was like, why don't you like it? She was like, dreadheads are dreadful niggas. I'm like, I'm trying to save you. Dreadheads are dreadful niggas. And I was just, I you know, looking back at it in hindsight, she was right. She was right. And he was a sigma at that. Moving on. <laughs> he was so, a dreadhead. And he was Greek girl, right? He was a Greek dreadhead. And I had invited him onto our campus. And it, it was it was too much going on. Um, so in closing, <laughs> Safari, um, I gave you, we had an unofficial podcast earlier this week just to test everything we, out. We did. <laughs> I gave him on a scale of one to 10, I gave him a 20. I gave him a 10 for the actual specimen and then another 10 for the picture. Yes. The screenshot is everything. Yes. The screenshot was pretty much perfect. I mean, the lighting was on sleek. Mm-hmm. His abs His were on sleek. nails were well manicured. It was not ashy. I did not see any major like hair. Cause like, okay, we get it. You grown, you got hair. It's fine. I do not need I it don't want clean. to see your four C <laughs> pube hair. Like <laughs> if I see your pube hair and I automatically want to say, what type of conditioner do you use on that? <laughs> you have not taken care of your hair down there. And then also there were no as <laughs> this is this is about to be very this is about to be very <laughs> This is going to turn into a little segment in Planned Parenthood sex ed. There were no penile papules. It was a, it was a clean. It was, it was just clean. Also, it, it was perfect. Niggas, if y'all got zits on, if y'all got dick on your dick, no, stop sending meat mail. That's disgusting. Like, <laughs> that's nasty. Your dick should not look like it's auditioning for Pimple Popper. I'm sick of you already. Sorry. This <laughs> is the perfect time to take a break. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. Um, I'm going to re-gag after what Ashley just said. And, um, I'm going to get a refill. Yeah, I'm going to go refill. <laughs> I'm going to refill on that last hope. statement. Okay, we'll be right back with you guys, okay? All right, Ash. Are you good? We're back. And we're black. <laughs> and we're black. I want to talk about what is pissing you off this week. There's been so much going on within social media, um, within the news, within actual real life. But what is actually pissing you off this week? In the words of Peter Griffin, you want to know what burns my grip? <laughs> yes, Wait, I do want to is- know. What is it he says? What, what Grinds my gra- gears. Okay. The country version of that is you want to know what burns my biscuits. Come on. Let me tell you something. Um, I got a few grievances, but one grievance in particular that I would like to air. As a, as a woman who is the product of a very liberal 
raising, upbringing. Um, my mom, I told, I tell my mom all the time, she was a feminist and she didn't even know it. Um, my dad's a feminist and he didn't know it. And I feel like all is, black women are. Huh? That's Hello. funny. <laughs> That's super funny. But um, <laughs> my parents were very adamant about me living a life that I wanted to live. It was a don't do this because we want you to do this and damn sure don't do this because some peasy headed little boy told you to do, <laughs> do what you want to do. And I've been seeing what was the what's the guy's name? Um I think his name is Anthony Joshua. He's a boxer from Britain. And up until <sighs> up until he opened his mouth, I thought he was super fine. But then, you know, as niggas do, they talk themselves out of being liked. First of all, and getting talk, laid. Niggas talk themselves out of pussy <laughs> every day, B, but you tough though, right? Anyways, um, he mentioned that when it comes to his son, he's raising his son to be what they call across the pond a jackalad, which is basically he raising his son to be wild and free and do what he want to do and just slanging his dick left and right. Okay. Yeah. To basically become community peen. But when it came to talking about his niece, he was like, oh no, my niece needs to know how to be a wife from day one. I want to say his niece is like five. It really burns my biscuits when niggas act like the worst thing a girl can be is not wife material. And the thing about it is, y'all raising these women, y'all raising y'all daughters to be wives, but then you raising your sons to be ancient niggas. Y'all want y'all daughters marrying these piss poor examples of men. I don't get that. Like, I find that very strange. I just feel like the playing field for how we raise our kids is so unleveled. I always Especially say, young black men. Exactly. Like, we, we get a different deck of cards, so to speak, in life as a black woman, as a black man. Raise him to be upstanding. Just don't raise him to just swing his dick around. Yes. And go don't, crazy. But that's that's life because you're a man. Suppress his emotions. Don't raise him to be dismissive of people and not mindful of what is happening in the world around him. I just feel like But you, I'm gonna raise my niece to be a wife. Yeah, I'm gonna raise my niece to be like this picture of perfection. But some some little kid who's not worth his salt is going to come and ruin all that for her. But because she's a good wife, she got to sit here and take it. She no. better take that shit and, you know, she better know how to deal with it. But this this little boy I'm raising, he's going to be raised to be that upstanding citizen. I just Not really. Pure BS. And I feel like we have been made very well aware that the world does not respect our blackness. But in particular, we have seen how it chews up and spits up, spits out our black men each day. But also, there is no even regard, there is no regard, there is no conversation about what the world and society does to our black women. So let's be very clear. If you come around me with that, <laughs> well, I want my daughter to, here's be clear. If you socializing your daughter and you raising your son, we don't need to be in contact because that lets me know that you are teaching your kids that there is two point blank period. You're not doing right by your children. You are crippling. You're setting them up for failure. You are setting them up for failure. And then you're setting them up to possibly get punched in the face by my kids who will be raised (laughs) a completely different way. Your kids are going abroad. They're studying abroad. Okay. 
girl, girl, I was, my parents worked their butt off to give me all of the opportunities that I got. They gave me everything that I could have needed as far as social and emotional support. And Lamp and I are on the same page that that is what we want to do for our children. A lot of people say, oh, well, I don't want my daughter to be a slut or I don't want my son to be gay or blah, blah. I don't want to raise delinquents of society. I do not want to raise children that are not mindful and aware of what is going on in the world around them. I want to raise well-rounded kids who whenever their time comes to go out in the world, they can be whatever they want to be because they are equipped with the tools to go forth and do that. And they're not going to be out here embarrassing us. As the old country as the old country says, <laughs> don't you go out this house and embarrass me like you ain't got no home training. Like you ain't got no sense. Come I'm on. Raised by wolves. And I'm I gonna- agree with everything you said. I I can't believe as a black man see, he needs to come to America. That ain't gonna help. Come to America. No, it, it may not help in the long run, but I really want him to open his eyes and see that the struggles that our black men have to go through. Mm-hmm. And I, I I guarantee you the discussion that black men are having with their young black sons aren't, I'm going to raise you to just be a man and take what... Sh-. No, it's it's a different discussion. Mm-hmm. And it, it needs to happen. The sooner the better. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> and I'm raising my niece article. to be a wife. There's nothing wrong with being a wife, but there is so much more to women than just being wives, in, in my opinion. article, it was then asked, so are you dating anyone? It was like, well, no, I don't have any prospects. I wonder See, why. I want, yeah, you don't have any I prospects. You're rich. You're seemingly good looking. You're athletic. Perhaps it's the fact that every time you open your mouth, absolute manure comes out. Speaking of manure. Someone who pissed me off is speaking of wives. Oh, um, it, I'm gonna dedicate it to Crystal Smith, who is Neo's oh. quote unquote wife. She she's so useless. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let you get yours out because then because I so I Crystal Crystal wife Crystal wife <laughs> Crystal Smith, which is Neo's um first wife, but not really. Um, Doctor she went on Instagram and I'm going to just read directly from her Instagram ca- caption. And it says, so my son wasn't blessed with mommy's Hawaiian silky, as my sister likes to say, she meant here. Can anyone suggest some good products or moisturizers? Nothing I've tried will help the dryness. His hair seems to just <laughs> soak up everything instantly. Comment below if you've had this issue. Help. I don't know if you can hear me slurping, but I, I uh, Crystal Smith, bring that ass here. Bring um, that ass here, girl. First, and then if you've seen the picture, it's like smack dab on her son's head, which looks her his head looks decent to me. Like I don't really know. Anyway, even if it didn't, it wouldn't be the first time we've seen a little nigga with B to B's. Like that is life. <laughs> That's just I'll how hair sprouts out of certain B2Bs people's heads. Before he went bald. And, but we're not gonna talk. You know, we're not, we're not gonna talk about how her husband's head looks. We're not gonna do that. First of all, you're insulting this baby. He wasn't blessed with mommy's Hawaiian silky. Blessed, first of all, number one, blessed, and number two. So we talking about Altre lace front wigs, not because Hawaiian <laughs> silky is definitely the 
name of an outre lace wig. You want to know how I know? Because I fucking owned one of them wigs. You damn skip. <laughs> I know what it is, and I know what she's talking about. She ain't low, and then to be like, oh, well, my sister-in-law said it. She, I, I was going to say that. She put that off completely. The president said it. She <laughs> put that all completely on Neil. She's like, first of all, when the haters clapped back, she was like, first of all, his sister says that. She says that all the time. Like, oh, so you just letting us know your sister-in-law is trash too. She this ain't shit girl. either. Then I think my favorite part of this is when TMZ caught up with her at the airport. She was like, "Well, first of all, you know, his sister says that, and you know, people take take things too literally. I mean, it was it was your own words. Thirdly, Word she adds with, well, I decided to start my own hair care line." That was me slamming my champagne bottle down because I'm about, I, if I, I would crack her in the skull. You mean to tell me you went from asking Instagram what products to to use for to combat the Hawaiian silkiness that he lacks to you're going to start your own hair care line? Bitch How? Wear. Bitch How wear. How you going to do it and you didn't even knew what to use in the first place? How you gonna... Bitch wear. Because judging from that dye job you gave on yourself, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Tag me in, Kiki. I'm ready. And the- come on in, Ash. Come on in the room, Ash. So, what, what you gotta say? This this is where we about to get real greasy with it. <laughs> I have watched Neo's wife. In my fact, I'm not even gonna do her like that. The feminist in me won't allow me to do. I'm a feminist, but I'm a bad feminist. I'm at least acknowledge her. I have watched Crystal Smith show her ass on national Literally. television. And live first of all, we see her show her ass in Pono, but we ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> um, I have watched Crystal Smith show her narrow behind in living color for two shows. She was on the show with um Eva Marcel and EJ um King, who's a stylist in Hollywood. She was on that show showing her behind. I don't know what the premise of that show was, and BET, y'all got to do better. Which are not. I think I slightly remember that, like they were just up and comers trying to make it. I don't know if it was called in this whatever it was called. I don't care. That's how irrelevant. It was like the black version of the hills or the city. Either way, Crystal, like she was on that show, and she was just constantly in trouble for her mouth. She went off on this publicist who brought her in on some event. And was like, oh, well, this is to help you get exposure. And it's like, she showed her butt the entire time. Then fast well, fast forward to last year, she gets cast on the Platinum Life, which E, do better. <sighs> what? Anyways. The I lasted like two Platinum episodes. <laughs> the first episode, her and Kenny's wife got drama. And you want to know why? Because apparently, I, what is Kenny's wife's name? Is it Asha, Aisha? I feel bad. Don't ask me anything about that. Okay, sorry. (laughs) What? I I don't want to refer to her as kidding. I think her name is Asha. We're going to go with that. And if it's not, I'm sorry. I'll come back and correct myself next week. But her and Asha have beef because apparently prior to filming the show, Crystal apparently thought that Asha said something to her, which it was revealed that Asha wasn't even talking to the girl at the time. And she just go and put hands on the girl. And she was like, well, we kind of got beef because I put hands on her prematurely. And come to find out, she actually wasn't talking about me. And I actually know I was in the wrong, but I'm not going to tell her that. And so it's just like, Crystal Smith 
has been acting a fool for at least the past three years. And now with this whole hair thing, it's just, I'm tired of her. And it's always, well, people don't understand me. And people are always trying to make me into something. I'm people not. take things too literally. It was, it was your words. <laughs> and it's just like, sis, you cannot continue. And I say this all the time on Twitter. You cannot continue to say and do problematic things. And then when people come below your mentions up and below your spot of this, oh my God, well, what did I say? What did I do? Oh my God. I just said he didn't have Hawaiian soup. No, no, take responsibility (laughs) for your stuff. Like, seriously, stop being a trash. She is awful. Like, I genuinely don't understand what what has not clicked for her yet like you you constantly saying what people think this about me people think that you ever start saying that perhaps you've given them a reason to and that's all i'm gonna say about that i'm gonna drink my drink we're just gonna drink our drink on that crystal smith i need you to please don't start a hair care line because judging from what you displayed as far as iq i don't want to use the shit and then my hair fall out like also i want to know what is she mixed with um let's see nigga and more nigga like because she keeps saying people don't think i'm mixed. she keeps saying she's half black but she has not re- and people who have to say that 24 7 they usually have like a specific ethnicity tied to them that they know on command yeah like i and then she keeps saying that like she's so racially ambiguous sis no shade i just thought she she's was mixed with bird that's that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> You're just a fucking bird. I, I'm I'm tired of you. It's 2018. I mean, you're somebody's oh mother. You're somebody's wife. You cannot afford to be this ignorant, given that you're just Neo's wife. And we have not seen the nigga without a cap on his head in like a good decade. Nor do Hat we want fish. to. Hatfish. <laughs> you just, just, like, how would you feel if your son 20 years from now, if Instagram still exists, Damn, my mom really called me out when I was a little kid because I don't have Hawaiian silky hair. <laughs> first of all, my first question is gonna be, what the hell is Hawaiian silky? What is that? Is sounds- she mixed with Hawaiians? <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't. Hawaiians. What is Hawaiian silky? Because when I go and right. choose my wigs, I don't choose Hawaiian. I want Brazilian. Oh, I'm getting Brazilian for my wedding hair. Yes, come through. And I'm getting Brazilian. Who goes to the hair store and is like, can I get the Hawaiian? Like, maybe it's something. First like of all, it wouldn't be Hawaiian. It would be Polynesian, I believe. Okay. But, yes. But yeah, that, uh, uh, that could just be me talking. Maybe yes. I my Googles and shut up. <laughs> that sounds like Hawaiian. That sounds like some shit you get off of AliExpress, to be quite honest. Like I said, it's an outre wig. It's called Hawaiian <laughs> Silky. It's a very nice lace front, but also please remember it's synthetic. You know, I'm shut synthetic. up. Synthetic. Because I'm, I'm telling my business, and you know, I don't need to be telling y'all all that. I mean, I'm on the rocks, we are proud wig wearers and wig off. We know, <laughs> we know our way around a good wig or two or seven. At this point in the wig store up here, they don't even ask me. They'd be like, first would be, oh hey, oh oh, you're here. Go ahead and pick out what you yeah, want. Yeah, I'm a regular at my wig store, and they'd be like, you getting the same thing? And I'm like, no, I'm gonna try something different. And then I end up getting the same thing. They're like one B, and I'm like, yes, ma'am. Thank my you. favorite thing when I go into my local wig store is 
Oh, um, since I act like very rarely do I go up there but every now and then I'd be like, Yeah, I got this and they'd be like, Why don't you just go look? You know where we have the stats at <laughs> like they be looking they be looking like they stiff at me. They'd be like, You done been in here and you done spent enough of your coins in here to know where we at. really talk about the wig tab. Like how much do you think you've spent twenty seventeen wise on wigs? 2017 um so i have actually um because i started wigs in 2016 and i was kind of like back and forth and i've been doing all this crazy stuff with my hair so 2017 and 2018 i have probably spent upwards of like 800 to a thousand and that's not all at one time now no Um, of course not (laughs) <laughs> I have started investing in human hair. Um, shout out to Anoma's hair units on Instagram. My fiance's cousin makes all of my wigs and she is a boss. And shout out to Honey's hair where I get my wig. I get my hair for my wig. Yes. Shout out to so, everybody that has a cousin who can make wigs because I have yes! an amazing cousin, Ashley. You, you are appreciated. You Ashley, are- if you're listening, you can find her on my friends list on Facebook. She makes <laughs> high quality human hair wigs. And yes. I've been meaning to shout send her to bundles Tanisha. so she can make me a wig, but I just have not had the time. So shout out to your praying cousin that makes wigs, okay? Shout out to the cousin who says, girl, give me them bundles. I'll I'll, I'll send them back to you. On okay. And you I'll FedEx like that shit back to woman. you. <laughs> you feel like a new one. But yes, um, I started spend, putting more money into human, but then also... Every now and then, sometimes you just want to switch it up and get a little something different. So I had to, matter of fact, I'll lie, maybe from 2017 to 2018, I spent maybe 700 And that's like max. Because once again, when you find quality hair and you find a good wig maker and you get good maintenance on it, you don't have to spend as much money. Also, I'm just now really starting to get my stacks up. I just got a big girl job like a month ago. So I'm trying to get my income up now. Now let it be very clear. Once I, once me and Lamp finish paying for this wedding, it's game over for you hoes. Okay, like I once I can get my coins back to spend their money on stuff that doesn't involve what's happening in November, I'm gonna be. It's it's gonna be game over. It's gonna be a wrap. If Lamp ever decide he want to say, I want to see other people, I'm going to be like, go in that wig room and pick which one. Pick which one. Pick one, bitch. I would say, because I still like synthetic wigs. I know it's horrible. I still like synthetic wigs. It's not horrible. You got to get in where you fit in. And I replaced them. They have like a two-week lifespan with me. So I would say right around $400 would be my 2017 um, wig budget. Because I just like synthetic because it, it doesn't really require that much maintenance. If and you're trying to wear really synthetic wig, if you're trying to wear a synthetic wig for over like two to three weeks, just go ahead and get your coin for the human hair because pretty much when I tell you they're in and out the trash can, <laughs> like two weeks, this wig is done. Mm. Throw it away, and you have so many so much variety. Um, I gotta find a if I were to get human hair, I'm gonna have that wig for a hot minute. Because human I'm, hair wig prices are insane. I want to say I'm coming up on hmm. insane. What did I buy that with now? Also, um, Tamisha also offers payment plans, and she offers <laughs> she, she takes deposits. Everybody, once again, 
get you a neighborhood wig lady. I don't care where you live. I don't it could care. be international. It's, you need a wig, wig lady. lady. It's a wig lady. You need a you wig got... and a weave lady. Get you a tribe. Oh, yeah, shout the afty hair. <laughs> but yeah, get you a tribe. Get you a tribe of hair gurus. You got the person who, when you're just looking for a quick wig, get you someone who you can say, girl, let's go to Two Notch and go to the wig store. If you're looking for the real hair plug, get you a reliable hair company that you can say, hey, I need to place an order for several bundles and I need to get a frontal or I need to get a closure. Get you a reliable wig person. Get you a good weaveologist, a.k.a. a person who knows how to install it. A so good now, not, not the one that you saw somebody else do on somebody else's head on Facebook. Get you a good mm-hmm. G-O-O-D-T. Get you someone T. who, once you take that weave out, you'll still look like you got hair under there. And most importantly, get you someone who can style your wig. Another Hello. benefit of going to Lamp's cousin is she also styles them. I take my wig there to get maintenance. She can straighten it. She can wand curl it. She literally will do it all. So get you a good wig tribe. I need and Get one. wiggy with it. <laughs> Hashtag get wiggy with it. Um, we are going to take another break. I feel like Wendy Williams. We just keep taking breaks except we actually don't faint on command. Oh my god. And our husbands aren't cheating on us. But <gasps> we're gonna take a break. Bye. <laughs> Alrighty, we are black. See, I got it this time. I am legit starting to feel this champagne. <laughs> Shout out to um cupcake Lord, I forgot that quick. Shout out to Cupcake <laughs> and their sparkling rose. Shout out to Cupcake the Rapper. Cupcake the Rapper. So what are we loving this week? What's going on right now that you just you love? You see nothing but positivity shining throughout it. What's going on? Um, so I watched the Essence Black Woman in Hollywood Awards special. First of all, how did you watch um, that? Last what, night? It, oh, last night. Okay. Yeah, um, Oprah basically, a few years ago, Oprah inked the deal to broadcast it exclusively Come on, on Oprah Network. Come on, Oprah. Come on, Oprah. So, yeah, um, so basically every year before the Oscars, they do it. Matter of fact, I love how during Oscar season, so many of the black women in Hollywood get together and they do all these amazing things. I love Alfre Woodard and how she does her sister's in her sister's dinner that she does at her house because it's always just like I can smell the picture like the picture just smells like brown sugar and black <laughs> I love those but Essence Black on the Hollywood in particular was good because one deny is it Guerrero? I say Garai but I could okay. be completely wrong we just gonna call her deny um deny Michonne yes yeah, Denai's speech moved me to absolute tears because she talks about the moment that she realized that she and her black skin was beautiful. And I just think of how important that is and how for a lot of women, she was fortunate enough 
So that happened very early in her life, but also it happened by her meeting, a chance meeting with Susan L. Taylor, who was the long running editor in chief of Essence. So it was just like, I think about all the women who have had to have that self-realization that their black and their womanhood was beautiful so late in life, but they at least realized that today I am black, but today I am also a woman. And it's just something electric about being surrounded by women who will hold you accountable for your stuff, but they will also make sure you have the tools and whatever you need. Take that, Monique. <laughs> my darlings, my loves. Um, oh, you, Lord, oh. See, what what you said that's actually really amazing see how god moves because like <laughs> just, as soon as i got finished paying all you that, ended it on a petty note <laughs> i was reminded that monique has been going out and showing her tail and just i'm gonna go ahead and say this real quick monique's rants and this whole tour she's yeah going, i was gonna save that for on that genuine. note but go ahead girl go ahead oh okay no no we'll save it we'll, we'll save, save it, it. We'll save we it. can have a joint on that note moment fine that's cool um, yeah. What I'm loving is the continued like wokeness from Black Panther. Yes. Wakanda um, forever. Wakanda forever. Lupita forever. Like, I don't know Lupita. if you saw about um how oh, Disney Lupita. is gonna um like invest money in a STEM research facility. That is amazing. Like, when will your favorite movie ever do that? I'm just I'm still like I said, I have been to Wakanda. Um, I went to Wakanda last night for the third time. <laughs> I'll probably go back again next week. It's just because I cannot get it's amazing how from start to finish. It is just breathtaking. First of oh. all, the movie is beautiful to look at. Yes. Ryan the actors Cooper. are beautiful to look at. Ryan Cooper, you are a goddamn genius, sir. You are a goddamn genius. Casting was top notch, just perfect. Yes. Um, there isn't a bad thing I could say about the movie. Honest, honestly, like it's done so much. People are trying to downplay it. Like this, y'all won't go out to vote, but y'all gonna go watch Black Panther. Or y'all won't go. Do- it it's not about that. It's about representation. Sometimes I watch shows on TV that some of my favorite shows. There have not been one person on those shows who have looked like me. Mm-hmm. Gossip Girl. We don't have <laughs> oh, a black Blair character <laughs> on Gossip Girl played by Tika Sumter until like season four or five. And even then she played into such a stereotype. It just <laughs> made me so angry. So just let us have this moment. Let us enjoy seeing ourselves on TV. Let these children who are going to see this movie want to be like Shuri. Let them want to be like Black Panther. I hope none of them really want to be like Eric. They may be a couple hoteps who want to be like Eric Killmonger. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save my unpopular opinion about Killmonger. What, what's your unpopular opinion? Killmonger was <laughs> no, you know what? Because he was about, troubled. Killmonger was troubled. Yes. However, I want to be very clear that for everyone who was uplifting Killmonger, please understand that literally Nakia, aka Lupita, said the same things. But she actually had a wealth. The difference is Nakia thought with mindfulness and intention and Killmonger's cause was self-serving and unthought out. So Nakia was basically Martin 
and Killmonger was Malcolm. No, Killmonger doesn't deserve to be called Malcolm. <laughs> that's none of my business. She's like, let's just keep the peace. And Killmonger's like, no, let's light this shit up right now. Yeah, and then like, like I said, <laughs> it was self-serving because you would think, like, first of all, him burn, burning the Garden of the Heart Herb, I was just like, you stupid. But then I also <laughs> didn't like the way he put the chokehold on my auntie when she says, sir, what do, what do you mean burn the garden? She was like, like oh. uh, we can't do that. He was like, when I tell you to do that shit. <laughs> when I tell you to do something, I mean that shit. And it's just like, yes. <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? For a second, I felt my undercarriage jump. Then I remember, no, he's an evil man. No, bad undercarriage. Your loins may have been warmed in that moment when he was choking Esterol against that cave wall. Don't don't do auntie like that. She was not. But I, 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 yes, I mean. But moral story is Killmonger, while I get it at the same time, y'all giving Killmonger a lot because he was problematic AF, but he's also like a lot of y'all faves. So, you he's know? problematic, but he's also a product of his environment. Yes. Which, <laughs> you can strip down any awful person, and that's that's going to be my excuse. Well, they're a product of their environment. They, they can't help it. Mm. It's a long read. It's a read, honey. They're that's a product true. of their environment. Either way, Wakanda forever and never. Wakanda forever, I hope. Um, <laughs> if there's a Black Panther 2 in the near future, I hope we make that shit blackity black as fuck again. I mm-hmm. hope it, we sell out every fucking ticket, which the theater near me was very smart. It was shown in three theaters, three different separate theaters within the movie theater. So it wasn't overcrowded. There weren't people, you know, at the probate stepping. But I was able to, there weren't any church dinners being, you know, passed out. But I was able to enjoy That's myself. I'm not going to tell y'all y'all can't celebrate how y'all want to. But when we, when Wiz, We're so extra. Wiz and I, we went, the first night we went to go, matter of fact, we went to go see it that Thursday. It was my sister and Wiz, he came with us. And the one thing that I was not going to stand for, I don't know who told y'all. It was gonna be okay <laughs> to talk during this movie, but I shut that shit down real quick. See, oh, I didn't oh. have. What's so weird is my theater was predominantly white. <laughs> it was like young Colonizer. white frat guys, and they were being so chatty. Like during the previews, I was like, "Lord, please," because I will yell, "Shut up!" Colonizer. I went with my mom and dad, my two aunts, and my cousin. And was it like, was a family affair. It was a family affair. You the Mary J. Blige. Okay. And I loved it. Um, everybody seemed to enjoy it. You know, in a Marvel movie, you cannot fucking leave when the oh credits my roll. God. There was my dad left, and my mom was like, Are you going? I was like, Mom, you don't ever leave during a Marvel movie. Last night <laughs> I also saw a couple break up because the boyfriend <laughs> wanted to stay. And the girlfriend was like, Can we go? I don't want to see no comic book movie anyway. And she he was like, We need to stay for the last um two things. And she was like, See, that's your problem. You always want to do this movie thing. So yeah, they broke up. But yeah, um, I don't know who lied to y'all and told y'all that it was going to be okay for y'all to talk through that whole movie. Um, There was one lame gentleman in particular who he started slow clapping when Stan Lee made his appearance. And I was just like, sir, <laughs> sit down. Who, is, who, has, who has done a very good job, but he's lately become very problematic. 
Wait, Stan Lee? Oh, girl. All I have what? to say is hashtag me too about Stan Lee. Do, no! do, do your research. The lies, the lies. I've, I listen, I am a Stan Lee Stan. Um, we got yes. to get Stan Lee up out the pants. Okay, I have to. I have to come through. <laughs> this isn't. Since we're talking about what we're loving, I love Rick Ross. And if this news that's recently broke about Rick, I need to know what's going on. Sorry, Booth ain't called. <laughs> it's okay. It's understandable. It's the first episode. We can afford a few, you know, missteps, a few Booth interactions, rookie mistakes. <laughs> so Rick Ross. Is the nigga oh. alive or dead, Ashley? Tell me. Oh, shout out to all the perms. <laughs> so, I'm now, there have been several conflicting stories. Have you heard the the most recent about why to the hospital? Um, was it a threesome? A threesome with two strippers. <sighs> what what is, <laughs> what is his real name? Um, I don't know Officer Ricky's real name. I just it's his, I, his Twitter name. I thought. Hold on, Rick Ross. Let me see. Let me see. <clears throat> well, I don't follow him on Twitter, so I don't know what his real government name would be. Well, not government, but like he has it in his screen name. Hold on, Rose. Hold on, we gonna figure this out. Rick Ross, people. Teflon Don? No. Young Renzel? Yes, Renzel. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what happened with Master Renzel. Um, I just, what I do know is the fact that they found him in the house and he had defecated on himself, which, shout out to whatever whatever publication that was that the headline said boo-booed y'all are lazy af and whoever <laughs> did that headline should be fired um he had defecated himself. he boo-booed on himself i read that i was so angry because i was just like are you five but yes um he was found in his own feces and he was found unresponsive and from what i heard he was put on ecmo which is pretty bad um because i want to say for my gray's anatomy training ECMO is a type of life support where they also need to re-oxygenate your blood, I believe. Oh my goodness. I could be wrong once again. That could have been too many nights of red wine and Shonda Rhimes, but ECMO, from what I hear, is not good. But it is very clear that he had a stroke. So I've heard that it was in regards to some measures that he was taking to lose his last little bit of weight. Either way, this is a terrible person. I love Rick Ross. I feel like his quality of music is the best shit we've gotten in the past decade. His albums are just rich in quality. When my bae and I started dating, we would actually watch Snapchat before we would go to bed and watch him and Lyra. We we would like, <laughs> we'd be like, oh my god, relationship goals. <laughs> we would have to check on Kayla if Rick Ross died because Kayla is the biggest Rick Ross fan. I know that's ever. why I like Kayla because we both like Rick Ross. We, but Kayla, we will legit probably have to take a um bucket of chicken, <laughs> a and collection a plate for the repast. 
We will listen. I mean, have to take the I'm seeing on Twitter was... right now that he has passed away, but I will not believe it until I see like no. For sure. I mean, I'm seeing it on Twitter. Very early stages of the news coming out, but like I said, I'm not here to report that Rick Ross is dead. I'm just saying. I can neither confirm. Uh, we can. I cannot confirm, confirm or deny that Renzel has passed away. Um, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh because I will be really hurt if Rick Ross is dead. So I, I genuinely hope not. Oh my! I hope God. not. He was just on the ground with his little daughter. The one that he claimed. Stop it! Oh, the baby that was born a couple months ago, and he had hired like an Elmo like yeah. costumer to come, yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's so cute!" Apparently, he's not claiming the other one right now. He's put once he. Which is the other one? I feel like him and Fifty Cent have more in common than they realize. Fifty Cent is just evil. I I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> this, this nigga really did say if he dies, he dies. And I just, if he dies, he dies. Ain't no good gonna come to fifty. I mean, yeah, he's rich, but ain't no good gonna come until he's right by people. And by all his illegitimate children that he does not claim. He's and another one. His baby mamas. But we're raising men to be that way, right? Mm-hmm. What's the name of that boxer? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> but yeah, um, I hope Rick Ross is doing well. I hope he's not dead. I love Rick Ross. Lord, has to come back next week and make uh well I don't think I have enough <laughs> knowledge to make to do like the oh no I just read Stop. something else no, stop what have you read is he alive no I read it says I'm on the elevator and this drunk white lady looks at me and says I'm so sorry for the loss of Rick Ross <laughs> what Uh, I'm I'm not I'm not in that mindset yet, but um, we hope for, next week. Prayers for Renzel. Prayers for Renzel. I hope if you are listening that you don't have any connection to the internet, you can come back here next week for a live update on whether Rick Ross is alive or not. <laughs> um, we're gonna move to that on our on that note segment. Is there anything you want to address? Get off your spirit. What, what's going on, Ash? What's Monique going on? is not I know genuine. You're... Y'all need to stop. The end. <laughs> the end. I'm, I'm not go. I'm not go. Devo her. Well, matter of fact, no, I am. I don't care. Because let's be very clear. Who are we dedicating on that note on to this week? We're dedicating on. it to Monique, our sweet sister. <laughs> and all of her mammy isms and harriet well hattie hattie mcdaniel colloquialisms i want to be i say this a lot i want to be clear because i feel like sometimes my playful and comedic demeanor has people fooled to think that i'm not trying to be serious but i actually want to be serious let's be serious i for ever since the first video came out i have been trying to figure out what is the end game here? Like, and then, of course, my PR and my media training comes out. And I feel, had I been in the same position, I want to be upfront. 
I do believe that Monique has a very extensive and accomplished resume. Homegirl gave us the Parkers. Like, I'm sorry. I will never, ever let go of Professor Ogilvy. And um, she just gave us so much for the Parkers. And she's funny. Like, Monique has been funny. My thing is this. If I'm if I'm shopping my product to networks and I end up at Netflix and they say, oh, okay, well, we want to see what you got going on. And if after that, they hit me with 500000 And what is a pretty bogus contract because for only 500000 you want to have exclusive rights to my content and I can't tour. I can't do anything for only five hundred. You can't do any. You can't make money for the rest of the year. That is the equivalent of what we call set tripping. Okay, or but, slavery. Yeah, that's too. <laughs> I hate slavery. Go there. I hate slavery, but <laughs> I feel like the 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 smart thing to do would have been okay. We're well, only gonna do five hundred thousand. I'm gonna walk away. I'm gonna go somewhere else. Wanda Sykes was like, "Girl, you should have went ethics." Wanda Sykes was right. Epix apparently will no shade. One, Epix will give a comedy special to anyone because I was on their Hulu section the other day and they got about like eight comedy specials on there. So I would have went to Epix. I would have went to Showtime. I would have been went to HBO. I don't even. I even would have went to BET. Like I just feel like there it was so much more that could have been done than just stopping. And then literally putting Netflix on blast, which, like I said, it's a bogus deal. Netflix knows better than that because Deray Davis is not funny. But <sighs> that's not that ain't got nothing to do with the price. That ain't got nothing to do with the price of tea in China. All it I'm saying it is, I have to identify what the end game is because if because now that. Everyone, and I mean everyone, knows how you and Sydney are doing business. No one is operate. going to go near you with gloves and a 10-foot pole. Like, it's not going to happen. And it's just the whole, hey, my loves and the, my sweet sister. And like I said, don't be <laughs> nannying me. We get enough of that from a Yama Van Zandt, okay? I don't need... I don't need you to smother me in your proverbial bosom before you read me. Like it's like at this point, it's exhausting. I don't see the end game. And like Simone Sanders said, if all of this would have went good, number one, would we have really heard this conversation about race and gender pay gap in Hollywood? Well, we have really been having this conversation had Netflix given her the 15 mil she wanted. And then most importantly, <sighs> go ahead, most go ahead. Import- <laughs> who, who asked for a Monique special? Like, who woke up one day and was like, God damn, I ain't heard Monique call skinny bitches evil in like three days. Where is she? Who was going to watch it? We like, touched on this in our test podcast, who? but it, who, it makes me said? angry. <laughs> when there are black celebrities who don't want to acknowledge that we exist until they've been done wrong she pulled a or Nicki until Minaj they need the our support days. Monique I mean Ashley are you going to stop your Netflix subscription right now because Monique said that they did not want to give her her due diligence 
My Netflix subscription isn't mine. It's Wiz's, and he damn sure ain't stopping it. <laughs> Niggas are not gonna get rid of you. You aimed it at the wrong crowd. First of all, you threw that ball at the. You aimed it completely. You wrong. threw that ball at a population of people who are literally shit with all Netflix the jailbroken fire sticks and shit. Bitch, Netflix is the one thing we will gladly give our eight ninety nine, seven ninety nine for. Okay, mm-hmm. when those shows come out. Um, the the Marvel shows. What else comes out? Grace and Frankie is that the name of that show? Oh, I, I got all caught up on Grace and Frankie. It is a gem. Grace and I'm Frankie. Waiting, I'm waiting for Dare White People season two to come. Yeah, like, they playing with this release date. Like they keep teasing that. Like okay. they got it set. But, but religiously, I still got my Netflix set. Monique, bitch, cut it out. Cut it cut out. Like, yes. Out. You are an Academy Award winner. Of course, what that that contract they gave you was straight up bullshit. That was trash. It was garbage. But there's there's a way to handle it. Not go on this smear campaign against Netflix. Which no one is really truly watching cable TV. Netflix is a giant in the game. Mm-hmm. You really think everybody's going to stop watching Netflix because you say so? You have been in hiding for like, when is the last time we saw Monique? Truly. I see truly. her from time to time when she's doing her African boot dance with her trainer on Instagram. And right. every now and then when she decides she want to talk trash about Oprah or Tyler Perry, every now and then I'll see her. Um, yeah, <laughs> I just, I, is, first I of all, no idea that the ish that happened on the set of Almost Christmas happened. So I still don't even know that story. Do I want to know that story? Basically, she showed. Apparently, she was showing her behind on the set with all these ridiculous demands. And cause, and then here's the thing: I feel like if it was not, or if it was not true. Gabrielle Union is like one of the not loudest, but she's one of the most vocal. She's very vocal about. Yeah. She, no, she Gabrielle Union has called herself out about how she has let her diva attitude keep her from being and doing things in the best interest of her fellow black sisters in Hollywood. Gabrielle Union has been quiet as a church mouse with a stack of cheese. On. <laughs> Kimberly, you ain't just... saying nothing. Danny Glover ain't saying nothing. Um, Romney Malco ain't saying nothing. Everyone who was in that movie has been mums the word. And I'm pretty sure from what I from what I've been seeing, Will Packer still to this day will not completely admit to what happened, but he will say that he was pre-warned and he was told that when people <laughs> he was told by Apple Care. He was told by Apple Care. And when he was told <laughs> that he had cast Monique, they was like, whoa. Whoa, oh, you did even what Lee now? Daniels. Lee Daniels hasn't she remember a couple like yeah. a year ago she said that she was gonna be the lead, she was gonna be Cookie Lion. Yeah, um, I don't believe that, but okay, nobody believes, <laughs> and that's no shade to Monique. It's just I have heard Lee Daniels say straight up he wrote that role with for Cookie, Taraji with Taraji in mind. So that's just like Amanda. Let Monique tell it. That's she was... like currently Amanda Stellen Stenberg. Stenberg oh is running around saying that like she turned down the role of Shuri, but Ryan Coogan just came out and was like he had had Letitia Wright in mind ever since he saw her on Black Mirror. But I don't want to go there. But yeah, so it's just like, like I said, she's she's, she's coming at the wrong de- demographic because who is really sitting out waiting for a comedy special to hit on Netflix like that? 
Like I said, I don't. Nobody. I don't remember. I, I just, it's just no. It's just a solid and resounding no. I want her to put all of this to bed. I, I just, just no. It that, sounds like she doesn't have any options. Because why would you go on a smear campaign? And that has not helped you in any right. And I know it's launched discussions about, well, we should support black women. Um, She's worth more than the 500,000. Of course, we are by no means saying that Monique is not worth what she's asking for. The (laughs) biggest discussion has been, oh, well, y'all don't like her because she represents angry black. No, I remember (laughs) my grandma used to say this all the time when I was younger. And I never understood what she meant. But she also say, and I'm pretty sure black black people around the world have heard this. All your skin folk ain't your kin folk. Come on. So I don't have to agree with the problematic BS someone is spewing. But we should go with it because we're all black. And then also, <laughs> I'm going to do you one better. It's Women's History Month. I said this the other day. All your sisters, CIS is in cisgender as in the gender you were born, <laughs> aka the anatomy that the genit- the genitalia you identify with, all your sisters are not your SIS sisters. We do not have to vibe because we both got vaginas. Let's be very clear on that. How about we just say no? Like how, how about no. you get up out my face? How about when, you do that? Point when she had first said that like two months ago, I feel like I was just like no, I, just, I feel like this has been going on forever, and there is no, there, there, there is nothing. Like, I don't see no update. I don't see no. Okay, well, I got my special. I, I don't see a, well. I, I got, oh, we do see that Tiffany Haddish has gotten her special. T- First of all, that's not a special. Well, Tiffany Haddish already had a in a development deal. Yeah, Tiffany Haddish had a special with Showtime. Matter of fact. Tiffany Haddish had had that special, that comedy special with Showtime before Girls Trip was released. Like, she had already signed that deal. But once Girls Trip was released, I want to say they, like, bumped up the money that she got because of how good she did in Girls Trip. And she got another Netflix special, too. Yeah. Recently. Well, she was doing voiceover work. Right. Here's the thing. I want to say the people on The Simpsons, a.k.a. I want to say, like, the longest... Isn't The Simpsons, like, one of the longest-running cartoons? The Simpsons and I are the same age, so it's 29 years old. The Simpsons... The people who do the voiceovers for The Simpsons, they get 800000 for the season. And so, they just recently got that. They had to go on strike to get that. Yeah, so it's just, like, people saying, oh, Tiffany Hash ain't getting much. It's voiceover work. I want to say the season is only, like, eight episodes. And she's getting what people in that industry have been trying to get for 29 years. She got that on her first try. So I feel like Tiffany Hash is completely need to be left out of that conversation. Y'all leave Tiffany Hash alone. She already <laughs> young ma'am Tiffany has her own shit popping. And if we're being clear, compared to what to compare to the deals that she has inked in the past calendar year. 800,000 is a drop. That's what I'm saying. Like, the people who bring her up, what what did Monique do in the past calendar year? Because then I want to ask, so... Warrant the 15 million. Then I want to ask, so did Monique get Tiffany Haddish to her endorsement deal at Groupon? Did 
Monique get Tiffany Haddish her movie night school with kid Kevin um Hart like what all and Tiffany Haddish had been consistently working she was on that show on NBC oh the Carmichael show the Carmichael show which was ended very prematurely but I feel like everybody on that show is on to better things yeah NBC shit the bed on that one and NBC stands for no black comedy (laughs) once once um real Howery show that is actually getting produced by Gerard Carmichael comes out I think NBC is going to realize very quickly that they bet on the wrong horse and they're gonna be praying that this is us keeps people crying <laughs> for the next 10 years i feel like nbc only gets like a good show once every decade whereas abc has shondaland to just pay all the bills keep Literally, all the lights on shonda keeps cranking them out um i think station 19 is gonna be really good i actually do think it's gonna be- i feel like it's gonna run a long time i don't i maybe the first two or three seasons will be because i'm a writing type of person I feel like it'll be critical story being told, but I feel like it's a it's a one, two, or three season type of show. I think. Well, I think it'll be like private practice. I think she'll get like a good five seasons out of it. But Shonda is going to Netflix with a deal. Yes, matter of fact, Shonda is bringing Lovey on. Look at all these black women getting deals at Netflix. Shonda, matter of fact, Shonda and Lovey are getting a deal. I want. Moral of the story is Monique, girl, go on somewhere. I ain't got time. I'm not gonna do this with y'all. Monique <laughs> is not the hill defending Monique, but also being against, which is why I haven't really been vocal about. Cause no, y'all have been arguing with each other about Monique since this shit happened. Like I don't understand why y'all are not tired. Um, Monique has almost done the same damage that Donald Trump has done. Like Monique, never heard of him. <laughs> colonizer in chief um yeah <laughs> the same way the colonizer in chief being elected has done damage to friendships this whole what side do you stand on what monique thing has done too which is why i will not die on monique is not gonna be the hill i die on so i say this now and y'all gonna hear me say nothing about y'all sweet sister again <laughs> <laughs> Capiche. Okay, so that and same with me, Monique. I hope you get whatever it is you're looking for out of this whole smear campaign tour. That you, I mean, the last stop for me was Breakfast Club, <laughs> which if you have to go on Breakfast Club to clear your name, it's a done deal. I don't. So know on that, why. on that note, we've wrapped our first <gasps> podcast episode. Lit, lit, lit. Any yeah. shout outs you want to shout out your mama and them, like T'Challa and them, like um, shout out to the pair, you know, shout out to the pairs, shout out to Cupcake for this amazing sparkling rose, shout out to Tropical Pineapple Mango Orange Juice. Oh, you know, just shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out to Wiz for calling while we were recording. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm gonna hear it when I call him back, and you know. Shout out to the mutual friend who brought Kiki and I together because because of you, we got a podcast and it's about to happen. Ah! So I'm happy about that. I'm going to pull an Angela Rye. Ah! Uh. And, and I'm going to pull Simone Sanders and be like, you know what? I just, Shout out oh, to you guys who are listening. Shout out to Ashley who has had this idea for like, I feel like the past three years. But I've always been like, Ash, I got to work. I got to do it. But 
I was just like, to hell with it. Let's just go ahead and do it. Um, Literally, and even then, we had still said we were going to push it off until like April. Exactly. So like, shout out to Kiki for randomly texting me during the weekend. I said, do you just want to record on Let's just do this shit. Or on Sunday? And I was just like, you know what? Let's do this. Let's just do it. Okay. Shout out to Anchor. Shout out to Anchor, which we are using to record this podcast. If you guys are interested in recording your own podcast, you know, look at Anchor. It's a simple app that you guys use. Ashley and I are actually not in the same room. She is filming remotely. Okay. Yes, we're we're recording remotely. Oh, I have one last shout out. Even though he won't do the same for um, (laughs) me on his podcast. Shout out to my fiance, um, Lance and his friends. They have a podcast called Talking Animals. They record on Anchor, but they are on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, and Google Play. So shout out to the zoo and their crazy antics being documented on their podcast weekly. It comes out on Thursdays. So shout out to them because even though he won't do the same for me, I will do the we same will, for him. We will, what, you know, give a common courtesy and shout him out. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what a good Southern Belle does. Yes, okay. we are Southern Bells. Um, I am gonna. I don't know. I'm gonna try to edit the podcast and put it out maybe tomorrow morning. Oh, girl, you move fast. Mm. I thought you was gonna be like Thursday. May I mean okay. it's kind of competition on Thursdays. Those are kind of designated, but <laughs> but um, if you guys have any comments, uh, questions. I usually say concerns because that's what you say in a presentation in college. I did create a Gmail account called on the rocks, a K at gmail.com. Send us listener letters. I suppose if you guys have questions or you want to share some insightful details on what we just discussed, maybe you can tell us if Rick Ross is dead or not. Mm -hmm. Or if you just want to talk trash, let us know. And we'll talk trash. It can be anonymous. We don't care. Mm -hmm. Cause in our world, you talk shit, you get hit. So we out, we out here like that. Thank you for joining us. Um, subscribe wherever we put the podcast out. I don't know at the moment. It'll definitely be on iTunes. We're probably right? gonna do iTunes. Yes, I think this has been an amazing first podcast. Thank y'all for bearing with us. We, I want to be very clear. Kiki and I, we are the queens of shenanigans. <laughs> so we really hope that. Us cutting the fool has not scared y'all off, and we hope to see y'all back next week. We will see you guys next week. Um, and that's it. Okay, I'm gonna go wash my Hawaiian silky hair. After you, about to I'm gonna go pray to God for some Hawaiian silky hair. <laughs> Bye. Bye.